Hi, and welcome to September's strategy review, the review I bring to you at the end of each month, sharing with you what I've learned and also what my clients have been talking about during the course of that month. So without further ado, let's just get stuck in and let me share with you the, the learnings over the course of that period. So number one, uh, complaining about the lack of talent. Now I title it that, why? I'm hearing constantly from my clients that they're struggling to find really good people whether it's real estate, office equipment, automotive sales, whether it's IT, telecommunications, whether it's um, corporation services, everybody is struggling to find really good people. However, when I look at their businesses and understand why, the answer becomes very simple. How, you know, when we talk about being, uh, collecting referrals from a prospect, we have to think about being referable. When it comes to attracting talent, we have to be the kind of business that is attractive to the talent. And if you're attractive to the talent, then they'll engage with you. What do you do to share your corporate culture with the world? What do you do to share your values, your mission statement with the world? What do you do to engage with the public to share what it's like to be part of your organization? And many companies don't do anything. So all they're doing is running a LinkedIn ad or they're running ads on you know, one of these job sites to try and find people that are applying for jobs by sending their CV in. Really, is that really the solution? Or do you want the really good people approaching you, those really good people coming to you as a business and saying, you know what, I've been following your company, I've seen what you do, I love what you stand for, I love the leaders of the business, and I would really like to work in an organization like yours. I know for a fact that would be much better and I'm sure you would too. So that's one really important lesson that I've, uh, I've learned by watching and talking to my clients. Second thing, um, people blaming the market. A lot of people are saying it's tough out there at the moment. Or our clients are struggling at the moment. They say it's really tough, much tougher than it was. However, in every single business, 10 to 20% of that industry are performing really well. So what are the companies within your business that are performing really well at the moment? What, what, what are they doing? What's their behavior? What's their approach? How are they branding, marketing? How is, how is their corporate culture being shared with the world? If you're struggling and there's other people in your industry that are doing well, then it's not the market. It will never be the market. It has to be you and you have to take responsibility for it. And it's, a, it's something that's hard to take responsibility for because it's easy to project out, isn't it? It's easy just to say, it's because of this, it's because of that, you know? A failed salesman will always blame everything, you know? A failed tradesman will always blame his tools. It's not, you've got to look inward at your business and say, right, what can we do to be better than we are right now? What can we do to improve? Next point, um, the employees making a contribution towards internal training. If I'm going to train you and you're going to pay me, you generally will engage because you've made a transaction with me. You've given me money, in essence, for me to give you something back. If you give me nothing, then your engagement level is generally much less. And if you're an employee of a company and you're not contributing towards the training, you don't value it as much. Now you might think that I'm wrong, but I have evidence to suggest otherwise. We analysed all of our clients. We went to the clients that were charging their staff, making a contribution, token gesture, but making their staff make a contribution and compared that to the companies that made, uh, made their staff make no contribution towards the training. The outcome is massively different. When employees make a contribution, a financial contribution, a commitment towards the training, the engagement of that training by comparison rockets. Also, the completion of courses is done much more thoroughly, much quicker. The implementation of ideas and strategies is done much more effectively. 
So my advice would be based upon our statistics that every company that is offering training to their staff understands, first of all, what kind of contribution can be made, but also the value of getting that commitment from each and every employee. So I've learned those three things over the course of the last month. And this, I think it's really important that when I hear what my clients say, I take it on board and I give it to you so that you can take advantage of those lessons. Maybe some of those things you experience yourself, and if you do, then here's some of the answers to the problems and what you can do about it. Now look, I love your feedback, I love you to get engaged with what I'm saying, and for most of you, you do give me feedback and I genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. I answer every single message that you send across to me, every comment that you leave, and I'd really appreciate it if you could share your thoughts on what I've just said. You might agree with me, you might disagree with me, and that's cool, no problem at all, but share your thoughts below in the comment section and let's open up some more discussion around it and see if I can be valuable to you in the comments there. But until next month, I hope you enjoyed this episode.